Hi, welcome to Tamiwa OUN Podcast. Thanks for downloading, and as you listen, you are guaranteed an encounter with the word. Matthew 16, from verse 24 to 25. Some people, when they hear me say, shut the sermon, they know it's not short. But it's a new year. I'll shock you. Amen. Matthew 16, 24 to 25. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if any would come after me, he must first do what? Deny himself and take up his cross and do what? And follow me. Verse 25. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will do what? Will find it. Whoever loses his life for me will do what? Will find it. Dwelling on that scripture before I get further. Is that this is one here where you have to be intentional about your decisions. You see how Jesus instructed the disciples and exposed them to the truth. That everyone gets excited to follow me. Everyone shows the proximity that they want to follow me. But the most crucial requirement is that there must be a denier. Are you following me this morning? There must be one. There must be a denier. A denier of yourself. One of the challenging things that the change of time and date can do to a man is to make you feel that you should approach with another strategy because the previous did not work. Good enough. The scope of life will tell you that if you want a different result, you should try something different. But the truth of the matter is that it does not work like that in the spirit realm. And the spirit rules the physical. You can't tell me you prayed last year and this year, or maybe you prayed last year and you did not see the best of God last year, so this year you're choosing not to pray. I've made that mistake before. Whereby I felt like a particular year, I was always going to church, I was always serving as I would, it's expected of me to serve. So the new year in that particular time, I decided to withdraw. In fact, I went to church just when I knew it was a special Thanksgiving Sunday. And if I'll be honest with you, that was one of the most determining years of my life because I was confused about purpose and I was confused about erecting decisions, which is one thing that a whole bunch of us face in church. You have good decisions, but you can't affect it. You have good decisions, but you can't affect it. So let's go back to 24. 24. 24. I wanted you to see it for yourself. 16 verse 24. Can we have it? Matthew 16, 24. Do I have somebody in the media? Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any would come after me. So there is no discrimination. If you don't amount to a thing this year, don't blame your neighbor. Blame yourself. Don't blame your family. The Christian culture in this part of Africa always want to tie their problem to a particular man. There is one very good friend of mine that stays in this city. We apparently went to the same school together. And I was telling some folks in the course of the week, I said I intentionally cut off with him. And I can, I've said this to his face. It's why I can say it here in church. 
Oh, why did you cut off with it? Because every time you meet with him, he wants to let you know how he's regretting where he is today. Oh, why are you talking? Oh, ah, ah, your, your, uh, Peter, your life is better. You went to the U.S. This, this, that. I wish, I wish my mom. I wish my dad. Oh, God. This, I'm telling you of an incident that has happened over 8, 10 years ago. And that is still his highlight of conversation anytime you meet him. The people involved about this matter, they forgot it. But he's still dwelling on it. It's not every time you have to put the blame on someone. Sometimes you have to take responsibility. He says, if you follow me, I have no issues with you following me. You deny yourself first. I have no issues with blessing you, but you have to follow the principles. I have no issues with making 2023 a very good year for you. But sir, there are templates you have to follow. God cannot be directing you north and you are going south. Oh. Everything about our Christian faith rests on the platform of decisions. You cannot make progress without making decisions. You can't make progress without doing what? Making decisions. And the true expression of your faith is not ceremonial, but intentional. Are you following me this morning? So there is an highlight of intentionality. You must be intentional. I'll serve God this year. You must be intentional about it. Because the moment you make decisions, there will be forces that will want to hinder that decision. But intentionality is that response to the force hovering over your decisions. Even as a pastor, one of the things that I've decided within my spirit that I'm just going to do this year is that I'm going to observe more. And I'm saying this, I'm extending this to every single person here. Do more of what? Observation this year. Scripture tells you that even the enemy appears as an angel of light. May you not help the wrong person. I'm telling you the truth. May you not help the wrong person. It was a fellow that just reminded me of what the scripture says. That even where the children of God are gathered, there's a treasurer in the house. Lucifer himself. So why am I saying that this year I want to observe more? The longest span that a typical man can act for is just three months. We have 12 months in a year. It's just a quarter. It's the best longest span that a man can act. It's the longest span. It's been proven psychologically. So if you want to pretend, your, your pretense cannot last more than three months. I'm helping somebody who is about to get into a relationship or get married. Observe for three months. Oh, pastor, I met him on the first day of the year. We set up in a year together. Come and join us in March. It's not me and you. Observe, observe, observe. 
I was a science student, not the science student you're thinking about. Uh, so I went to science class. Let me put it that way. The first thing they teach you in integrated science, or maybe biology, or even chemistry, some of the things they call the power of experiment, the first factor is what? Observation. So that you will not go and mix the wrong chemical. Because all you just want is the color. Any chemical can produce color. I've been in laboratory several times. And it is expected that the thing must come out in a violent color. My chemistry came and said, no, this is not violent. This is purple. You know when you are excited that you perform the experiment? Then some, that was the day I knew that colors has different shades. All of us were having purple, purple. The man said, no, this is wrong. As I said, violent and purple is the same. It's not the same. It's just like saying brown and black. They're almost very close. So we learned there in that class, in the laboratory, observation is key. How do you know something is even wrong with you? It's by observation. How do you know that you are not doing well in your spiritual fellowship? You are not doing well in your relationship with God? It's by observation. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Let's see what it says. Joshua 1 verse 8. Ah, that scripture leaves in my head. It's, 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 it has a full plot on my head. Those days of going to Daystar, that's what you end the service with. All of you will recite Joshua 1 verse 8. I'm sure they still do it. It says, do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. Meditate on it. Day and night. So you may be careful to do. Another translation says, so that you may observe to do everything. So there is the possibility of doing everything in the scripture. The first thing you have to do first is what? Observe. Observe. Even when I was in that meeting at Christ's Embassy, Baltimore, and I felt the power of the Holy Ghost eat me, and I heard the man of God say, there is somebody here who just fell under the anointing. From the screen, he said, you just received the same healing anointing that I have. That did not move me from that chair to walk into the hospital and start laying hands on sick people. No. I went back home and I was listening to teachings about healing, how to go about it. Can I be honest with you? One of the first, well, how do I put it? One of the first um, um, response to experiencing divine healing is not even in a touch, is in food. I learned that. One of the first things that ignites healing is not even when they touch you. Because the conditions attached to healing, if only we Christians can understand it. Now you see the reasons why a lot of people get sick. What does the Bible teach us? I, I, I can show you that in the scripture. Time will not permit it. What does the Bible teach us about how to get healing? It said, let the sick approach the elders. Is it every time you find elders in church? Show me the elder in THN church here. They're all young. I'm not even an elder. When I'm talking about elder, I'm not talking about the one we watched in the movie. When I'm talking about elder, I'm talking about somebody whose spiritual growth is obvious. An elder can be 20, but his spiritual growth must be obvious. It's like somebody who just started a small fellowship and all of a sudden you now put on billboard, Papa. 
leading apostle, presiding bishop. You just started. I learned that in the scriptures. That to effect my healing, I have to approach the elder. So now what if there are no elders in my church? Will I remain sick? In case some of you don't even know, the scripture talks about laying hands on the sick. It did not even talk about you laying hands on yourself that is sick. That's why each time you pray for yourself to get healed, it does not work. Because the anointing is not for you, it's for them. So somebody else's anointing must work for you. I've tried this several times. I've tried this several times. I've prayed for different things around my body. I've prayed for boil. I've prayed for even Pastor Chris will tell you that he has prayed for several things about healing and it did not work until another man of God came to pray for him. So observation is what is key. A decision you are not intentional about, you can never be productive. If you're not intentional about it, you can never be productive. You can never be. The journey of a new year starts on the good note of decisions. Decisions, decisions. You want to have an enviable result? It's the combination of good decisions and intentionality. So good enough, you have your decision plan. You have your decision note. You must be intentional about it. You must be intentional about it. I'm speaking to somebody here this morning. You must be intentional about it. I met somebody last year, and the person said, he's trusting God to travel out of this country. And you know me. The first question I asked, why do you want to travel out? He said, things are hard in this country. I said, but I'm here. Your mates are buying land, and they are here. They didn't travel. They didn't travel. There's a particular comedian that I just saw his post on Instagram just uh, this morning when I was going through some stuff and just uh, posting on my page. He admitted that I think a few days ago was the first time he ever traveled outside of Nigeria. A very popular comedian. And this is somebody that has been giving out cars as gifts, somebody that has bought houses. I think by now, I think he's even a commissioner of something in Kwara State. Is, is Kwara a state or Lawrence the state? Kwara is a state. Okay, yeah, so I'm right. He's a commissioner or maybe special advisor to the government. He said that was his first time traveling outside Nigeria. Is here in this same Nigeria. In your entire family, they tell you you are very funny. And yet you can't buy land. Now this is somebody who is using his gift and is bringing it so much for him. So I went for that by asking the person, okay, things are hard in Nigeria. For you, that's fine. How prepared are you? He said, eh, the issue now is that they don't have passport. You are not ready to travel. You are not ready. You are not ready to travel. How I know somebody is intentional about leaving this country, you start building relationships in the countries where you are intending to go to. How I know you are intentional, that you really, really mean it. You start building relationships. Not in a very dubious way or funny way. Intentional relationships. You start asking questions. I never forget when I was in, uh, when I finished secondary school. And I wrote, uh, I can't remember the exam now. I think it was one school around that Bodija. It's an exam that uh, SAT, S-A-T, 
I wrote the exam. I wrote the exam. Listen, sometimes uh, being too much of a church boy or church girl will make you make some costly mistakes. I'm telling you the truth. Nothing bad in being a church boy or church girl, but you'll make some costly mistakes, which some I did. Some of us have made them too. So in the SAT, they asked us to pick about 12 schools. I saw schools. But because I've been a church boy all my life, I was speaking St. Matthews, St. Luke's, St. Nicholas, anything saint. Because it appeared to me like this is a Christian school. is a Christian school. I passed the exam. This was even before my father naturalized all of us and we moved. Because they wanted me to go first. I passed the exam. I was one of the best in my set. At that school at Bodija. But the guy called me. And said, wow. Your father must be a blessed man. I said, yes, he's blessed. He's in America. He said, all these schools you picked. Hmm. Amazing schools. Are you aware they are private? I said, yes, I've been going to private school all my life. He said, the school fees of one of them. It's about $200,000 per year. I said, ah, in my mind, $200,000 was like $200,000 there. So I would say, ah, if my father can be paying almost a hundred and something thousand in secondary school, how much is, you know, sometimes you, sometimes you think $1,000 is a thousand there. So I got them, I was excited. I said, daddy, my school fees is 200000 He said, you say? I said, it's $20,000. He said, Tomoa, do you know what you're talking about? He said, okay, let's calculate it. Times the exchange rate. The exchange rate then was, I think, $250 or $300. I said, Daddy, this one is not much now. You can pay it. He said, all the schools you picked, if they sell me, I can't afford it. That was how I lost that process. I saw my mates were picking other schools. They were speaking, you know, strange names. To me, I felt like, ah, you know, that's when they, they, they spiked stuff like Illuminati and all that. I said, ah, no, these schools are occultic. I'm a child of God. Decisions. Being intentional. Observing right. I want to say again, your enviable result is the combination of good decisions. This is not the year where you copy another person's plan. You will not get the same result. Even the Bible says, he that wants to build a house must first count his cost. So if all you can afford is a plot, don't be tempted by that brother that has an acre. Listen. I have seen acres that it was the next, next, next generation that came to come and infect the building. I'm telling you the truth. If you think I'm joking, go to those interior parts of Ibadan. In fact, not, don't go too far. Come to Ring Road. There are houses whereby the, the compound they have can sit, is, is like four plots. The father had a plan, but he's dead. The brother that took over to had a plan too, he's dead. Somebody walked into my grandmother's house one time and said, ah, mama, you're wasting land, though. I have my leaders. They've been to my grandmother's house before. I said, you're wasting land. There is a complete two plot sitting in my grandmother's house that we use for garden. Complete two plots. 
My uncle would look at me and say, if we can't build it, the next generation will build it. So imagine you killed yourself because you are competing with somebody. If all you can afford is a plot, go for it. I told you this year that one of the biggest blessings that I see coming is the influx of lands and houses. That's what I see. That's what I, it will come as a gift. It will come as a surprise. It will come as savings. That's what I see this year. If all you can go for is a plot. In as much as I love things being classic and I love things on the scale of excellence. When my wife told me on my wedding day that a particular set of people formed a WhatsApp group and said they cannot afford their Shoebi, they want to do Ankara, a part of me was not happy. But listen, they did what they could afford. And they, see, they had the same rights as the person that wore Shoebi. They appeared in the same picture because when I was checking the picture too, the cameraman took their picture. They were there. So think about it. Events where you had gone to crucify yourself or you are stolen, you've done so much, you now get there. Can I be honest with you as a pastor? I have never been fooled by invitations where they call color code. I have never. I wear what I have. Say color code, gold and white. You now want to die. Calling and begging. I have the white. It's the gold I don't have. Okay. Let me help you if you are looking for gold. That's what they call granite oil. <laughs> Pour it on the white and starch it. Sparking gold. Good decisions, even in families, good decisions. I know by default in society, it's always the man that makes the decision. I know, I know. By default, it's the man. But ensure that you're making good decisions. Some decisions are costly. Are you listening to me? Some decisions are what? Very costly. Four solid pillars that positions you to align with the prophetic word for the year. Number one, worship. The, word, the expression of your faith is not complete without the presence of God. And worship is that spiritual structure that, design, that is designed to invoke a presence. I said it before in this house, a believer without a worship culture will forever remain a slave. Every atmosphere of worship catapults a dimension of God that you're hanging for. Every atmosphere of worship captures a dimension of God. That causes a man to be positioned for elevation. So worship is something you should not joke with this year. My spiritual father will say, even as bad as your worship lifestyle can be, there are a lot of worship elements around you. Hardly will you find any gospel minister today that is not on digital stores or that is not on YouTube. You're very quick to go to YouTube to see how she divorced her husband, how the, the house was destroyed, how their marriage scattered. Oh, how uh, there's this guy, Holy Spirit, remind me his name. Uh, what's this guy that dresses like a. Uh, oh, Oh, Brisky's housewarming. You are quick 
to go and check on YouTube. But a worship song, a worship video that will change your life, ah, is data consuming. Is data consuming? Send it to me on WhatsApp. It consumes data. Oh, there's a worship concert ongoing somewhere. Say, mm, the, the person that that artist, that minister brought, they are not popular. I like popular people. Oh, the likes of Sister Man, Dr. Lavi is not there. I can't come. That person they brought is upcoming. I'm not going. That's, that's what happens. That's what happens. And let me tell you something. If only God can open your eyes that there are certain meetings designed for your destiny. It's not every meeting you go for. There are certain meetings designed for your destiny. Certain meetings. I'm speaking the truth this morning. There are certain meetings designed for your destiny. It's not everybody that goes to redemption camps that comes back with a blessing. Telling you the truth. It's not everybody that goes to prayer city that comes back delivered. I've been in prayer city before. The Jew said, close your eyes, pray, pray, reject it, die by fire. He said, if your eyes is open, it will come on you. Beside me, I just saw people going down. My auntie, my auntie, you know, with her eyes closed, she did like this to my eyes. When I got back home, I said, auntie, how did you do my eyes? He said, because I was not sure whether your eyes was open so that nothing will... And we got to her house, she gathered all of us in the living room for devotion. The first thing she said, she said, if there is any spirit that followed us back from church, I said, ah, there is a spirit that can follow you back from church. She said, ah, I said, Tomorrow, hmm, I need to tell your mommy, you people need to be going to MFA. I said, why? She said, strange things are happening. That the spirit drops stuff on chair, so whoever sits on it, you carry, ah. I'm telling you the truth. Go to those big mega churches, the pastor's chair is always covered. They cover it with clothes. It's touch not. The first crusade I ever had in Ife, a young lady from the U.S. said she was praying about the crusade and she got the revelation. I said, what revelation? He said, make sure you don't sit on any chair. I said, how? How? Why? He said, they can plan something that if a students are terrible, they can plan something to you on the chair that you don't be able to perform anything. I said, ah, hold little any. He said, even if you sit on any chair, put white handkerchief. I said, ah, on top chair, can I be honest with you, my brothers and sisters, it was my first crusade. I did not sit down. I'm just honest with you. I did not sit down. You know, there are some instructions that will come to you that even your faith will press pause. You say, eh, don't sit down. But ah. well, now I know better. Put anything on the chair. We'll die here. Your light shines when your worship is prioritized. Life becomes beautiful when worship is prioritized. Take this anywhere across the world. True worshipers are always beautiful. Take it anywhere. I met a man yesterday, uh, yesterday before the crossover night. I went to wash my car. I have this tradition that if I'm entering a new year, I just like to enter new. So some people have copied that tradition. I go for new haircuts, new spa, new washing of car, new food. I don't eat just new food. I buy the food myself. So I got there. I noticed the man was always greeting everybody at the car. So he got to my turn. He said, sir, my name is Evangelist, this, this, and that. 
the Lord just used me for this uh, track. I would like you to hear. He played it for me. I heard it in my mind. Even if it's 20 naira, I can't pay. I was confused. I was getting a mixture of Barbara and Kwamwan inside. I was confused. The intro took like almost three minutes. Let's, let's go. Then different verse. I was not asking, but, ah, sir, what's the code? He said, but the end part here. Yeah? <laughs> I was already playing a five-minute song for one track, and I've not got into the chorus. I just looked at the man. I said, sir, take the Lord bless the work of your hand. He said, amen. He said, sir, you look like a pastor. I said, sir, he said, just support, you know, before you know it. Only the Lansing, I want my dick, King Sonia, I said, with the way you are going. <laughs> I just gave him a thousand and I said, just go. I looked at him from head to toe. You called yourself an evangelist. That was the wrongest place for me to find you. That was the wrongest place. What happens to you going to serve in a church where they can polish your gift to be better? That was the wrongest place. That you sang in one naming ceremony does not make you a superstar. How many of us are led praise and worship in naming ceremony? We do. Who does not leave devotion in his house? We do. So your grandma now wakes up one morning from the village and says, Ah! Moting God worship in devotion. Ah, to Tosin, you die after. Tosin, you are anointed. You now pack your bag and enter studio. Please, what's the name of the most expensive studio in Lagos? Ah. Any, do you know any expensive studio? Azusa, hey, you now enter Azusa, say. You say, uh, engineer, my grandmother said I'm anointed. Even though they blow this in art. I looked at the man, I wanted to just tell him, but time didn't permit me. Obviously. Now you might need to go back to church. Or you might need to go back to a fellowship. It doesn't even have to be church, a fellowship. Find a group. Polish what you're doing. If I'm listening to something five minutes and I've not got into chorus, and I can bet you, I know those kind of songs, the chorus is always at the end. At the end. They will not stretch that chorus. True worshippers are beautiful. True worshippers. When I'm talking about worshippers, I'm not talking about the songs alone. I'm talking about in terms of relationship with God. The same yesterday I was coming back as I, as I left the car wash, I was just driving down Jericho and I met this amazing guy that is a uh, comedian. Uli really, I just met him. Ah, he just, ah, pitons. Stopped by the road, came me, gave me a side hug. He said, oh, Gaza, why are you looking this good? How is God doing it for you? Jesse has you fresh. I say, if you're a lady, I'll marry you. Listen, true worshippers are beautiful. Those who serve God, it's in the Bible. He said, the feet of those who spread the gospel. He says, they are very beautiful. Joe Praise will always tell you, there is no need to package because it's your package. There's no need to. There's no need to. There's no need to. There is no need to. So I looked at, I, 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 I don't know why it came into my sermon this morning. Stop, stop, stop making them use the gospel to abuse us because of your stupid 
I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. Maybe the person is online. You just, you just make any out decisions. Because you prayed for one sick person in your, in your office, and the person said, I got healed. And I got the revelation that you are a prophet to nations. You now go and do signboard and start your own ministry. The Lord is your mother. Have yourself. Number two, fellowship. Let me quickly say that fellowship is also the same as participation. Your light is conditioned to shine when fellowship is prioritized. First John chapter 1 verse 5 to 7. Let's see that real quick. First John chapter 1 from verse 5 to 7. First John. Are you getting something this morning? Are you getting something this morning? He says, this is the message we heard from him and declared to you. God is light. And in him there is no darkness at all. Verse 6. Verse 6. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in darkness, you are a liar. And you do not live by the truth. I don't know if you remember what I talked about on crossover night. Living by the truth. Verse 7. Verse 7. But if you walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with what? With one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sins. Uh, um, um, theology tells you that when you see certain things that talks about purification from sin or righteousness or salvation, you can interchange it into your personal life. So it means here that if I have fellowship with the Spirit of God, with the blood of Jesus, with the Son, that it, it brings about my expectations. It brings about the desires of my heart. That's why it says, my God shall supply. He must be your God. He must be. And for you to say, my God, there is a depth of relationship. For you to say, my God, there is a depth of relationship. In the place of fellowship, you receive power. In as much as he said, it's our year of light and life. Power is needed. Power to ignite the light. Power to enjoy the life. And the biggest tax of power is to give light. What's the essence of a transformer on your street and there's no light? What's the essence of a generator that could generate power and is not bringing out light? Power brings about light. In the place of fellowship, you find power. Power is a, uh, fellowship is an integral part of your faith. Fellowship gives you a better picture of God. Some of us don't have a better picture of God. Fellowship gives you that better picture of who God is. I've been a church boy in my life, and can I be honest with you? There is nothing about the scripture that says because of one atrocity, you need to spend 21 days in the place of prayer before God can forgive you. No, he can't even remember what you did. He can't. You just spending 21 days is you just discipline yourself. He can't remember what you did. He can't. Some of us have a wrong picture of who God is. He's a father. A father is not scary. A father is not harmful. 
It's all about true fathers, not the ones that use their kids for rituals. A father feeds so he can't watch you go hungry. A father gives so he can't watch you lack. Say, what was Father say, Pastor? You really don't understand. What was God looking at? My school fees was about to expire. It was, my school fees was, was due. It was just one hour. I did not have a choice. I had to just go and meet down my uncle in his office and I did what he asked me to do. That's, no, no. Listen, not having a certificate is not the end of life. Not going to school is not the end of life. And going to school is not proof that you'll be prosperous. No, no. In fact, if you choose to be a little more for the rest of your life, they will still give you a PhD degree. They will give you. Honorary. They will give it to you. And not in management science, real science. I'm telling you the truth. They will give it to you. One activist said on TV, he said with the way Lagos is going, they will not be shocked when they make Oluomo commissioner for health. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. That's the way this country is going. Go back home and check the list of all your commissioners and ministers. They don't fit where they are serving. Somebody who studied law, an attorney, son, senior advocate, is minister of works. Only God can save us in this country. Only God. Only God. If I, if I don't go to school, my, my cousins are way better than me. Man, if you know how much I had to change that orientation that my parents had, that if you go to hearts and commercial, you can never be successful. Some of you battled, you had that battle. Even the principals don't even know better. All hard students are dollars. All commercial students don't know book. If you are not in science, you are not a serious type. Ah, Pastor, there's a business ongoing. If I don't do that business, I can't hit it. I was, in a, I, I was having a discussion with someone and, you know, they just asked the person, they said, oh, your, your relationship partner, the person you are going to settle down with this year, what job does he do? He said he's into Bitcoin. They immediately, my account officer shouted, hope is not only Bitcoin that he's doing. Ah, I said, but Bitcoin is good now. He said, eh? He said, we live in a country where they lack the understanding of the, the potency of that business. He said, you had better be doing something on the side. You had better be doing something on the side. I'm not speaking, in, I'm not speaking prophetic words and all of that stuff. One of the things that I earnestly see in the traits of things that is going in this country as a gas finance, it will be, it will be almost a huge uh, currency and uh, resource evaluation issues in this country. I'm telling you. It will be as though as the way people queue for fuel is the way people queue for money in the bank. That's what I'm seeing with the way things are going. Because they've lost the track of building the right economy. They've lost it. Anybody who studied uh, economy and economics will understand what I'm saying. They've lost the track. They've lost it. So as a country that wants to move forward, you had better embrace new economical innovations. And one of them is trading online. One of them is having businesses in foreign countries. One, in fact, one of the advices I'll give to anybody here now is that make an extra effort to open a bank account in another country. I beg you. 
I beg you, stop doing Union Bank, Wema Bank, GT. Union Wema, GT. I've met with traders. He said, Oga, Ibelezei say transfer, access. Ah! Hello, Wema, Oma fast. He said, ah, he's not going. He said, ah, let me give you my diamond. Ah, he's not going. Let me give you my union. If you work with any financial expert, they will tell you that the richest bank in this Nigeria is not the bank you are thinking about. But yet, once you step in there, they don't have what it takes to make them the richest bank. I just hope somebody will not go and cut this video out. By default, the richest bank in this country is Union Bank. By default. But they don't have what it takes to portray them as such. So if there's any bank you're thinking about loan, any other things that could boost your finance, I think that's the best bank to approach. All of us are just going to queue First Bank, Sterling, Diamond, this. Those banks are barely surviving. Go to Union Bank. It's down the road. They are challenged. And count the numbers of computer systems you can see there. A bank that I walked in with paper and I showed the person my grandmother's account number. I said, tell me the balance of this account. He said, I'm coming. He went inside, told the manager. And he came out with my grandmother's account balance. I'm not talking about several years ago. I'm talking about a few years ago. Came out with account balance. Which bank would try that? Walk into GT and say you want to know your neighbor's account balance. They will, they will arrest you. You arrest you. So the policies there don't even portray. And it just tells you how it works with a fellow man. Even in this country, it tells you. I don't know why I'm talking about finance. Maybe somebody is pulling from me this morning. The ones you think that are rich are really not rich. It's the one that you despise. They are not educated. But they are the ones controlling the wealth of this nation, the northerners. They are not educated. But they are the ones controlling it. Somebody was insulting one man on social media, and I said to the person, I, sent, I, I just had a discussion, and I said, this is what I will say to that person. Why are you insulting somebody who is an humanitarian? It's not his money, it's donation. Insulting an humanitarian that he did not help you when you asked him for help? That's an insult because he is not his, it is not his money. It's people donating money to him. So he has to explain why he gave you that money. But in the mind of the society, we have a picture that an humanitarian should be the one that should have more money. Are you not shocked sometimes when your secondary school teacher tells you how much is earning a salary and he has built a house before your father? Are you not surprised? I was surprised when my principal said he has built a house. I said, How? I'm the one paying your salary. How? We need to understand some of these things. Having a better picture of who God is. Fellowship makes you stronger. Fellowship provides encouragement. So all these ones that people are just dying of depression. Encouragement. An amazing music minister says, posted something online. And by God's grace, if I can download that video, it's something worth posting. It's something worth posting. You want to do concerts, you want to do video shoot, you know how to approach everybody for financial support. But you're battling an internal sickness and you are keeping quiet, you die. You die. Society proves to us that the problem shared is what? It's absurd. It's absurd. I'm encouraging everybody this year 
I hope media will replay this video online. This is not the year to just be quiet. Speak to the right people. Not everybody. Speak to what? The right people. Stop looking for sympathy on social media. You can send a DM and send DMs with clarified proofs. Not the one that you take a picture of somebody born in the Maiduku and send it to me that is you and I can't see the face clearly. Verified proofs. This is my medical report. I'm going through this. This is my house rent. It's due. And listen, when somebody wants to help you with house rent, listen, let me tell you the reason why some people don't help people with house rent. They want to help you with house rent. You are giving them your account number to put the money. Ah, no. 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 I've stopped that stuff. I learned that from my spiritual father. You really want your house rent paid? Give me the landlord or the agent's account number. That's why people are not helping certain people. Say, that's my account number, GT. It's 250K. The landlord is in front of my door. Now, see, no landlord can be in front of your door and you are still sending me a DM. It's not possible. Some of us fell for things like that. You're not going to give your school fees to the person out of sympathy. Listen to what Apostle Solomon said. God does not want you to be nice. He wants you to be what? Kind. Say, Pastor, my, my, my mom is dying in the hospital. The doctors want to push her out of the ward. And we have not paid for the past two months. And you are not sending me your account number to put them. Does the hospital not have an account number? That's, see, th that's why I said, when, when you are making decisions, be intentional about it. And be very, you see, be critically diplomatic. I used that word yesterday for the first time. Be critically diplomatic. No wealthy man helps you and puts the money in your account. No. He wants to be sure that this thing went to the right quarters. Ah, Pastor, Ibole, you can help me. I want to open a shop. Where do you want to open a shop? You don't even have a location. What do you want to sell in the shop? In the shop? Anything. Just like how I used to mess with people here in Ibadan. Everybody now is POS business. In fact, it comes with a name. Shola POS. Tokwe POS. Alafia POS. King of Kings POS. All kinds of POS. It's every see, you can't take a two minutes walk in this city and not see POS. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Just like the day somebody came to church and said, uh, and saw POS at the church, said, I want to withdraw. Withdraw from where? Church POS. <laughs> Fellowship reminds us that we are not alone. Mark this this year. You are not alone this year. You're not alone. Help is around you. Help is around you. Help is around you. Let me tell you the reasons why uncles and aunties outside the countries have a challenge picking your phone calls. I live there. A part of me feels that before you reach out to me, there must have been somebody around you that could have helped you. So you leaving your country and reaching out to me in another country tells how irrelevant you are. You left the entire Nigeria to call someone in London to send you money. It tells me how irrelevant you are in Nigeria. Before the first question I'll ask you is, how many contacts do you have on your WhatsApp? Oh, I have 694. So nobody among the 694 can help you pay that thing. Sometimes my words, like my wife would say, sometimes your words sound like you're, you're, you're giving people punch in their heart. It's the truth. It's the truth. This is the year where you need to clarify some things amongst your friends. That see, on my birthday, I don't want cake. I want opportunities. 
This is the year to clarify it. And I'm saying my own loud and clear. This year, I don't want cake. I want what? Opportunities. Because we'll all eat the cake. And we'll still be bothering each other. Opportunities. You know what I do. Open a door for me. You know what I do. Connect me with someone. Let me tell you something. Every single family, mark this word, every single family has somebody at the top. Every single family has somebody at the top. Even if your family is in the interior part of Ibadan, somebody at the top in your family is a top witch or a top wizard. Somebody in your family. I'm not asking you to go to your village now and try things, but listen, there is a way you can be diplomatic with a witch that even the witch will help you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you stuff. I've seen it in movies. I've heard about it in real life. There's a way you can be diplomatic. Look at the witch and say, ah, my auntie, you've been drinking blood. I'm just, I'm just thinking, oh, auntie, how do you feel like if I open a website for this thing you are doing? Say, website for drinking blood? Yes. Auntie, people are suffering. Diplomatic. Some of you don't know the power of diplomacy. Like even the witch will look at you and say, wow, so there is money in witchcraft. Say, yes. Say, auntie, how, 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 how do you feel? Eh? You're a witch now. You're trekking for meeting. With this power you have, I, I can get you Jaguar, Maserati. Say, really? Yes. And your auntie talks with our fellow, they call it Eleye. They say, I want to present my cousin to you, or my nephew, or my niece. Let's, let's raise him to the top. But on one condition, you'll be giving us blood. See, once you, you are intentional about your decision. <laughs> Praise God. Fellowship ignites growth. Fellowship with the Spirit of God brings you into the space of God. Fellowship with the Word of God helps you to align with the moves and the acts of God. Fellowship with the people of God makes you a gift of God by extension. And that's what I want every one of us to be this year. A gift of God by what? By extension. A gift of God. It's a very powerful decision that you have to make. That people through your ways, through your life, they see you as a gift and a blessing to them. Then number four, or number three, I'm going to skip the number three. I'll teach that another time. So I'm just going to skip to number four, which is partnership. Partnership. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 1 to 4. First Corinthians 16, verse 1 to 4. First Corinthians 16 from verse 1 to 4. Maybe next Sunday I'll talk, I'll talk about giving, tithe, offering, seats, and all of that stuff so that people can have a better understanding. It says, now about the collection for God's people. Do what I told the Galatian churches to do. Verse 2. Verse 2. On the first day of every week, each of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with his income, saving it off so that when I come, no collections will have to be made. Verse 3. Verse 3. Then when I arrive, I will give letters of introduction. It also talks about letters of recommendation. It also talks about identification. It talks about favor. 
to the men you approve. What, what are the kinds of men they approve? Men who have set aside things for the kingdom. So let me help you by saying the reason why God is not using you is because you are yet to set aside things for the kingdom. Everything that is coming to you is just for your consumption. This is a year where you have to partner with God like any other. And when I'm saying partnership with God, I am speaking even outside the walls of the church. You see a fellow minister doing something, support them. Support them. Someone like Minister Sissioma wants to have a concert and you see it on your social media. Ask for account details. Support them. Some of you don't know some people's silent tears. Be a confirmation of God's calling to someone. Did you hear what I said? Be a confirmation of God's calling to someone. Support good works with your resources. It, help, it exempts you from lack. You will never lack. Once, you, once God knows that, you will always set aside. He says, letters of introduction to the men you approve. And send them with your gift to Jerusalem. Approved men are trusted men. Approved men are accountable men. Not the one that they give you church money and they are looking for you. God must, be, God must see that you are easy to give before he can entrust you with the riches of this world. Partnership is not something you joke with. Even in THN, it's right there. It's on, it's on the board. It probably will display it on the screen. Don't joke with kingdom partnership. You see a man of God doing something for the gospel, support it. I love it how they do it in Christ's embassy. Like they throw the, 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 the invitation for partnership to everybody. Be part of the gospel. Be excited to partner for the gospel. In fact, it's even a disaster that when I come to your house and I see that you have 12 different versions of the Bible and there are people out there who don't even know what the scripture looks like. Partnership even talks about invitation. Not walking into the presence of God alone. Go with someone. Not going for spiritual meetings alone. Go with someone. If I tell you my invitation to becoming a church boy was because every meeting they went for in my family, I was, they, you must follow. They can't keep you at home. It's two options that my grandmother will give you. If you don't follow me for this Bible study or for this prayer meeting, I will lock you inside the house and keep food for you. And I did not like that. I did not like it because you are seen by lock and you don't have the key. I didn't like it. And these were the days that Nepal, once they give you light in the morning, the next one is at night. So all of us are bored in the house. That's when we now start doing daddy and mommy and you get tired. You eat all the food. Before the grandma, my grandma leaves, we finish the food. So we are not hungry. That was how stealing started for me. I'll be looking for where she kept money, looking for where she kept biscuit, looking for where she kept fried meat. I told myself, I said, I will start following you, grandma. Because I realized that the opportunities at following her to meetings were enormous. You get blessed spiritually, you get blessed physically. Growing up as a child, I realized that the best way to collect money from an elder is give them full prostrate. Don't greet and do your hair like this. See the man coming, prostrate. Say, ah, oh, more dada. Oh. So I, kept, I, was, I was a well-trained prostrator. <laughs> I, I just go flat. Say, ah, oh, more dada. Oh, 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 oh. Say, ah, I don't, oh, girl. Ah, fine boy, fine boy. 
When they are carrying something, help them carry it. Oga, don't go for the handbag. Go for the nylon because there's something inside the nylon. I'm advising somebody who is here. So I went for the nylon. So once you carry the nylon, I follow them to the car like this. They say, eh, what's that? I said, ma, it's the nylon I have to carry. He said, mm, and bear. take it. Eh, free food. <laughs> and you know how they package food for an elderly person? Juice is there. Five alive. Eh, pop, pop. Rice. We children, pop, pop. But them, rice. Me, ah. I always, go, I, me, handbag. What's my business? Nylon. And I stand, with, I stand in your car. I stand in front of your car. So you know that this boy must not go empty and there. Oh, T. Lonnie. <laughs> yes, ma. Marie Ellen said, Yes, ma. Say, ah, then buy one. Come on, that, that, And I was very smart. I split the money into two. Put one on this pocket, put one on this pocket, and put one at the back. Because I come from a home where you must give account. So it's the pocket I bring out that I account for. The rest. Yes, ma'am. Partnership. 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 Don't joke with it this year. Give God your best. Set aside things for the gospel. Set aside things for yourself, for your decisions. Don't just say, I want to travel out to Canada. What are the things you have set aside to effect that Canada trip? What's your saving plan? I close with this word. A decision that you are not intentional about, you can never be productive about it. We believe you have been blessed by this audio podcast, and we never like to close without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you say this prayer with me? Dear Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart today, and I am making you the Lord of my life. Amen. Congrats. You are now a child of God. Thank you for listening and downloading Tamiwa Oluwen Podcast. We want to take over nations for Christ. Partner with us today by visiting www.heavennation.org forward slash donate. Kindly subscribe to get update of new messages and share with your friends and families. We love you and we celebrate you.